Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thank you for having a desire to be your best at work. On this podcast, your stories told by people who take actions to improve workplace culture and achieve results. Our conversations show how to live and model our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about the scorecard process and talk a little bit about a roundtable that I did a couple of weeks ago and where we explored how you can use the scorecard process as we look at ways to improve and execute really well. One of the things I've learned as a leader over the years is to focus on solid execution. You know, when I was the dean of the college, I thought I did a pretty good job with determining what the goals and measures were and leading conversations on what we needed to do in order to achieve those goals. And so it it worked for us and, and we began to make some improvements. And as I've continued to grow as a leader over the years, what I've really learned is that we need a pretty clear system to keep us disciplined, to execute to fidelity. That's what I'd like to talk a little bit about today. And it's the same conversation I had with several leaders a couple of weeks ago at our roundtable. You know, I started with this, with, uh, with this that came from a teacher. I just love this quote. And <laughs> the quote says, my virtual classes are so similar to seances. Mark, are you here? Mark, answer me if you're here with us. And then I'm just almost waiting for Mark. I think you're on mute. <laughs> you know, how many times have we heard that? And I, I just got a, a, a laugh, uh, you know, I laughed when I read this. And I really, it really made me think about the significance of feedback and how often we need to hear feedback in order to, to continue our movement forward. And so I then asked our leaders on the, the roundtable, asked them this question, when we want to accomplish something as a team, you know, what do we need to do to be successful? And just allowed them to really think about that for a little bit. And so, you know, here's what we know. You know, answer that question with me. You know, we know as a team, we need goals. We need some measures attached to those goals. We need some some actions strategically, what are we going to do in order to achieve those measures that helps us achieve those goals? And then we need results because we need to know how we're doing. And when we get those results, we need to make adjustments. And that's an iterative process. It just continues. And we look at the aspects of, of those that particular iterative process that helps us stay energized and motivated. And as we're doing all of that, there are so many things that are going on in this outer world. In order for us to really have team success, we're engaging in conversations with others about what's working, what's not working, and and why. We're critically thinking about ways that we could potentially do something better, and we're problem solving. We're solving the problems that are in front of us, and then we do something when we've solved those problems, and then when we do something, we see if it works, and when it's not working, we, we adapt. And so, 
gosh, if we think about what goes into team success, then what we know is we have to have a good system and we have to execute to fidelity against that system. And that's where I see the value of a scorecard process. So as we've looked at some of the core pillars, and I'm just going to focus on education today, and if you're not in education, you can transfer this to other industries, but I'm focusing on education. And when we look at when we look at the scorecard and we look at where we are right now, there are four pillars that are very significant for us to achieve success. Student success obviously is core to us. Stakeholder confidence is another pillar. It really is at this point about helping our parents and our students and our families feel confident about where we are as we're in this world of disruption. It's also important for us to for our employees to feel confidence. And so we need to know how confident they feel as we're continuing to manage through disruption. And in a time where we need to to take safety as just one of our highest priorities, we need to know how well we're doing. And always, we want to provide the best service that we possibly can to the people who work with us each and every day and to those that we serve. And so those are what we call our four pillars, student success, stakeholder confidence, safety, and service excellence during this time of disruption. And so as we think about how we continue to move forward with the scorecard process, I want to talk now a little bit about how do we build that scorecard alignment around those pillars. So let's pull one of those pillars out. Let's just pull the student success pillar out. And let's go back to that, what makes teams success. So we have a pillar. We might have a goal, for example, that we want to score at a particular level on a third grade reading test. And so we have that goal, but that's a goal that's going to that we're going to measure at some point in time and so that measure doesn't help us very much on a on a daily to weekly basis to know how well we're doing so we're going to create some measures that matter around that and so a measure that that might matter would be third grade weekly reading assessments at a particular level. So we're looking at those weekly assessments. And then we might have a strategic action where we apply um, the plan, do, study, act, or an improvement process in our third grade classrooms that really focus on reading. And so that builds alignment of something very specifically we're doing, that we're measuring those things that matter to achieve that goal to help us with student success. And as we're building that system, we then want to move into conversations about how well are we doing. And that's where the short cycle improvement process really comes into play. So as we look at our our measure that matters and we look at how well we're doing, let's say that we're achieving at or above goal. Then these are the questions that we might want to engage in with each other and answer. We might want to ask ourselves, how well are we trending? And if we're trending above goal, we might want to do a plus delta. The plus delta and the plus would be, what are we confident about that is working? How do we know? And the delta, what are we still wondering about? What's what's causing us to wonder? And if we're achieving above goal, we want to ask, what can we learn that we want to keep doing? And then who can we recognize that has really helped us move in a positive direction? So we want to harvest the wins in order to capitalize on the goals where we are achieving at or above that goal that we've set or that measure that we've set. But what if we're not? What if we're achieving a below goal? I still, we still want to do the plus delta asking what are we confident about and what's working and how do we know? And then what are we still wondering about and what's causing us to wonder? But now we want to really get to problem solving. So we start asking ourselves, what's the problem? And why is that problem occurring? 
And as we begin to dig deeper into assessing why we think the problem's occurring, then we begin to to move into that doing thing. What adjustments can we make to correct the problem? And how will we know if those adjustments work? So this provides a short cycle improvement process and these questions provide us with a structure and how we have conversations about how we move our results and how we change our actions. And as we continue with that scorecard process, then we begin to build very specific 30-day actions to 45-day actions to 60-day actions, and we continue to track that to that particular measure that matters to us. So my point in saying this is that in order for us to really achieve the goals that we need, in order for us to have team success, there's a very specific system that we put in place to make sense out of the iterative process that gets us to achieving the goals that mean the most to our teams and mean the most to the people that we serve. You know, so I'd ask you to think about these three questions. First, what are some of your current measures that matter? And if you're in education, you know, let's focus on students for a few minutes. What are some of your current student success measures that matter? How do you use a short cycle process to track your measures that matter? And what one thing can you improve to apply a short cycle improvement process to track the measures that matter? You know, I think back over when I coach, and you've heard me talk about it on other episodes, as a coach, when I would work with with our team, we would really look at a goal that we're trying to achieve. We would very specifically look at the outcome or the measure that we were trying to achieve. We would strategically talk about things that we needed to do and continue to practice. And then we would have an opportunity to look at what the results were. We might play a game that's with our own team or we preparing for our match. And then when we're not doing so well, we might look at what's working, what's not working. What's the problem that's getting in the way of us achieving a positive result that helps us be the best at, at what we can be in order to maximize our performance. And we could do that individually and think through that process, but very few people are going to reflectively go through that individual process. And so this is a team process, and this scorecard allows us to have a system where we're engaging in really great, engaged, working conversations to help us achieve results. And those results build energy in our organization. It's not always about hitting the goal. We want to hit the goal and we want to hit that outcome. What's really significant is how we build our teams to get better and better and better. So in summary, the execution and improvement approach outlined in a, in a toolkit, and I'll give you access to, to that toolkit. It's a free online toolkit. That iterative and continuous process really helps us answer these questions. What are we trying to accomplish? What results are we trying to achieve? How do we continuously review where we are so that we know what to do, what to keep doing, what to stop doing, how to adjust what we're doing, and how do we apply a system to continuously review how we're doing in areas that are most critical to organizational success? As I close today, I want to ask us to, to think about you know, continuing to be that pebble in the pond, that, that when we throw a pebble in the pond, that that one pebble provides a ripple effect in the way that we connect to others. And it's so significant for us to shift the difficulties to opportunities and hardwire improvement practices that make us better at getting better. And 
never being satisfied and always striving for excellence. The scorecard process may not may not be <laughs> seem exciting or you know something that's always quote fun to do, but it's extremely relevant in order for us to achieve success. What is fun is engaging in conversations about the work that we do that's most meaningful to the people and bringing alignment to our teams in order to achieve success. What's most difficult is spending the right amount of time on creating those systems and creating that structure and alignment to build consistency of practice that allows us to do that. And what I've found over the years, and I've been guilty of it as well, I've just learned not to be in in my later years of leadership, is that we sometimes just don't want to don't want to do the hard work of putting those systems and processes in place. And without them, it's very difficult to be a winning team. I know you all want to be winning teams. And so I encourage you to really look at and read the toolkit that may be helpful to you to learn how to put these scorecard systems and the short cycle improvement process in place. If you want to learn more about the toolkits, please visit our website at studereducation.com slash toolkits dash and dash workshops. Love for you to have an opportunity to, to learn from that and, and use what's most useful to you. I'm so glad to be with you all and hope that what we provide each and every week is helpful to you. And as always, I thank you to tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.